Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The wide-open Eastern Conference race with two and a half weeks to go. Ten years ago today, the legend of Braden Holtby began and Philadelphia in town tonight before the long road trip. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, April 12th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. The Capitals get back to work after a well-earned day off yesterday, facing the Philadelphia Flyers tonight at 7 on ESPN. Biggest question this morning as the Caps hit the ice for morning skate, Ben. Will Nick Backstrom be available? He missed Sunday's game as a late scratch with what the team described as body maintenance. We'll see if he's able to answer the call after Lars Eller stepped up and provided a game-winning goal, as it turned out, on Sunday. Yeah, looking forward to hopefully seeing Nicholas Backstrom back at the morning skate later today and in the lineup tonight against Philadelphia. We'll take the team for its word. Body maintenance doesn't sound overly serious, maybe more cautionary playing the second half of back-to-backs. You want Nick Backstrom to be at his best down the stretch, so hopefully it was just a a one-day breather for him and look forward to seeing him back in the lineup. And look, if not, to your point, Nice to see Lars Eller get elevated up the depth chart, take advantage of the increased ice time. He had a great game on Sunday, and regardless of where Lars Eller is in the lineup, hopefully it's a building block for him as well down the stretch. Congratulations to John Carlson this morning, named yesterday as the NHL's number two star of the week. Very deserving after eight points during the week, including four alone in the win over Tampa Bay on Wednesday. Austin Matthews was a slam dunk winner of number one star honors for the period ending on Sunday. But Johnny's week only bested by a guy that scored 51 goals in 50. Not all bad for number 74. No, a good week and certainly something else that bodes well for the Capitals down the stretch. If Carlson can maintain, not necessarily this pace, he's on eight points over the last three games, but certainly if he could continue contributing offensively and defensively, I like John, what both Peter Laviolette and Scott Arneal shared with Ken the other night. Carlson getting all the accolades and deservedly so for the offensive productivity, but he's been very good defensively over these last few games as well, logging the typically big minutes out there, final minute, protecting leads, coming up big defensively. So nice to see John Carlson rounding into form as well at an important time of year. It's not only possible, but likely, as we sit here in the final days of the regular season, that all eight teams that'll make the Stanley Cup playoffs in the East will have 100 points. Crazy, with a recent surge from the Caps, defeating Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, and Boston last week. The Capitals now at 90, and they hold the final playoff spot. It's the second wild card. You got Pittsburgh at 94. Boston at 95, Tampa Bay at 96. Everyone else is already to 100. And as far as the Caps go, all they've got to do, Benny, is go 500 the rest of the way, get 10 points out of a possible 20. you got to figure everybody else that I mentioned that's not there yet will be. You have two things in play here, I think. First of all, the East is maybe more loaded than we've been giving it credit for, and we need to start doing that. If you get to a point where you have eight teams that end up with 100 points, 
That also means that four teams in the first round who are really good are going home. We know that. Yeah, it's tremendously deep as far as the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference is concerned. And the, the other thing that's striking to me, John, at the top eight in the East is, you know, maybe you can make the case the New York Rangers, the fresh face of the bunch, maybe they're a surprise, but there isn't a Cinderella team among this group. To your point, about four good teams, really good teams, are going to get bounced in round one. You look at all these teams, you know, Toronto, even despite their postseason shortcomings, they're in the playoffs for a sixth straight year. Boston in the playoffs for a sixth straight year. Tampa Bay, five straight, eight of nine. Pittsburgh, 15 in a row. Carolina, four years in a row. In other words, these are teams that aren't just happy to be here. These are teams with aspirations of making deep runs within the Eastern Conference bracket. So tough challenge, tough sledding for all these teams. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Teams jockeying for positioning for home ice advantage. But the playoff berth itself, in most cases, pretty much uh, all but assured at this point. The Capitals trying to take down the champs. And the Stanley Cup playoffs have begun here in Boston. And Sagan on the rebound, a puck in front for Marshawn, and a save made by Holtby. Now out to Char at the blue line. Another shot in on Holtby. Stopped as it whistled in. Pass broken up in the Boston line. Brad Marshawn. Tried to skate in along the right wing. And now to Sagan as the Capitals were changing. Sagan with a shot and a save made by Braden Holtby. Mike Green mixes it up with Brad Marchand at the end of the play. And boy, it didn't take long to get nastiness. All of 41 seconds. Man, was that a fun series. Ten years ago today, the Capitals beginning the 2012 Stanley Cup playoffs as the seventh seed in the East. The only time in the Ovechkin era that the Capitals have been a lower seed than their opponent to start the postseason. Pretty good chance that's going to happen this year for the second time. Benny, it was the beginning of a terrific Stanley Cup playoff story as it turned out. We just didn't know it for six more years. Braden Holtby comes up from Hershey late in the season. Injuries to Tomas Fokun, injury to Michael Neuvert. Holtby didn't even have particular a good year even with the Bears that year in the AHL so as he comes up he and the Capitals facing the defending Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins heavy favorite from the beginning of the series but for Braden it sowed the seeds for maybe the biggest moment in franchise history that would come six years later yeah my favorite story about that regarding Braden Holtby you reference his numbers and Hershey weren't necessarily off the charts that season nobody predicted he would ultimately carry the load that postseason. I remember when he was recalled late March that season. In the regular season still, he was recalled for a road trip, and he re- he parked his car at the Harrisburg Airport in the daily parking lot at the Harrisburg Airport, thinking it wasn't necessarily going to be a very long trip up to Washington. As it turns out, he would be with the Capitals for another almost two full months at that point. So even he didn't necessarily think it was going to be a long call-up. But regarding the series, man, the Caps and Bruins 10 years ago, I still say, John, one of my favorite series over the last decade plus in the Ovechkin era, if you will. You put 2018 in its own category. But Caps-Bruins, if you recall, seven games that went the distance, still the only series in NHL history that all seven games were decided by one goal, four of them decided beyond regulation, including, fittingly, 
the seventh and deciding game in Boston. Joel Ward, eventual game winner, dethroning the defending Stanley Cup champions. It was a terrific series. It's a little bit of coin flip hockey in the Dale Hunter coach era, but it was a whole lot of fun as far as two competitive teams. Goaltending had to be on for Holpe going up against Tim Thomas. A lot of low scoring games, but a very physical playoff brand of hockey for all seven of those games. It was very, very entertaining. Back to present day, looking at tonight's opponent, the Flyers, a hugely disappointing season. Just 23 wins in 72 games entering plate tonight, although two of those victories have come at Washington's expense. They just signed Hobie Baker finalist and new national champion Bobby Brink out of Denver. He's going to make his NHL debut tonight. Said yesterday after practice that Alex Ovechkin, his favorite player growing up, he's thrilled to face him in his first game. All the while, Ben, the Caps trying to dodge a letdown after a terrific week last week against a team it's already proven this year they can jump up and bite him in Philadelphia. Flyers have given the Capitals a tough time in their three prior meetings. Philadelphia taking two of the first three head-to-head matchups. And we spoke about it a few weeks ago when the Capitals had Buffalo and New Jersey on back-to-back days a few weekends ago. These teams well outside playoff position. Can't take them for granted. Can't overlook them. Look, the Capitals needed a shootout to beat Buffalo. They had to come from behind to beat New Jersey in regulation a couple of weeks ago. These teams, quote-unquote, they have nothing to lose. Maybe playing a little bit looser. It has been a tough season, a tough stretch recently for Philadelphia, but uh, certainly if you're the Capitals, after all the goodwill you just built for yourself, all the momentum in the wins over Tampa, Pittsburgh, and Boston, don't want to let it slip away here. You want to stay on the gas pedal, keep it going against Philadelphia, and go into that upcoming five-game roadie with even more momentum than they have right now. So the Caps and Flyers tonight at 7. A note on the broadcast schedule for this one and listening options for tonight. We usually don't have that many conflicts with Nationals baseball before the postseason when we take over on 106.7. But this year, we got a whole month of April of regular season games, and the Nats obviously underway too. So over the air for the next few, starting tonight, 9.80 a.m. in D.C. for the next six games, we do recommend Caps Radio 24-7. It's clearer than a.m. You can hear it at CapsRadio247.com. Many of you already do that, but for the next half dozen, if you listen on FM, you might want to try changing it up. And if you like it, you might want to hang around at CapsRadio247.com. It's always free. You can listen anywhere. CapsRadio247.com. It's also tonight on SiriusXM, channel 222. 222 tonight on SiriusXM, if you got the satellite. No NBC Sports Washington tonight either. The game on ESPN, 708 Puck Drop Caps Game Day. Starts at 4 with Ben on Caps Radio 24-7. Ben, what's coming up on the show this afternoon? Yeah, we'll be on Caps Radio 24-7, pregame beginning at 4 o'clock. Going to be chatting one-on-one with the Tiger, Lars Eller, coming off his game on Sunday. Game-winning goal against the Boston Bruins. We'll also put the spotlight on the chase for 50 goals for Alex Ovechkin. Chris Kreider of the New York Rangers enters play tonight, a goal shy of 50. Could have four 50-goal scores by season's end. The significance of that and the spotlight on Alex Ovechkin's pursuit of another round number. We leave you today with the Tom Wilson weekend montage produced by Mike Callow. The moments that mattered as Wilson led the Caps to a pair of wins over Pittsburgh and Boston. Ben, have yourself a great game day Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, John. Hi, this is Tom Wilson, and you're listening to Caps Radio 24-7 and the Capitals Radio Network. Back in through to Evgeny Malkin on the near side. 
Poked out to center. Wilson's got some daylight. He's got Ovechkin coming with him. Wilson with the shot. He scores! Tom Wilson rips it from the left circle. 8.25 to go. It's 4-3 Washington. Wilson with the goal for Washington. is 22nd of the year. And the Capitals have a lead late in Steel City. It's so visible with Tom. That he, I mean, everything that he does out on the ice, it has purpose. You know, if he shoots the puck, if he skates, if he hits, if he gets into a battle, whatever it is, he, he brings everything he has to everything he does, which is awesome to watch. It's visible. Like, it's one of those players that's actually visible where you can see it on the ice. You can see his effort. You can see his energy. You can see his passion, um, and uh, that to me, you know, can I think it's contagious. It can be contagious through the team. And a puck on the near side as Eller goes far wing. Mantha takes it off the left hash in front. Eller with a one-timer. They score! The rebound and put home by Tom Wilson. He's done it again. We're tied in two. Oh, he's a hard-working guy, obviously. Um, you know, mature player. Um, you know, he, he, know, he knows how to play uh, different situations up there and, um, you know, um, you know, he's uh, one of our leaders and, uh, you know, uh, um, he's uh, playing hard every night, so it's fun to watch. That's a new career high for Tom Wilson. It's his 23rd goal of the season. Had the game winner yesterday in Pittsburgh in the third period. He pulls him back into the fight here with a game tire with 5-10 to go in the seconds. the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.